It's time for another episode of Marketing Pains. The podcast about marketing for window treatment and awning companies. Learn what your colleagues are doing to keep their businesses thriving and growing and what tools you can use to expand your own business. Enjoy the view as window treatment marketing pros owner Will Hankey talks with industry experts digging into their marketing successes, learning how they're attracting more customers and getting you thinking about ways to marketing your own company. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Marketing Pains. Excited to have you on today. And we've got a fantastic guest for everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about installation, a little bit different angle than we're used to talking about. Uh, and we've got Roger Megalis on today. Roger, how are you? Doing great, man. How are you doing? Awesome. So Roger is the CEO of Trading Up Consulting LLC, which was founded in September of 2020. Uh, the goal is to offer installation training and business coaching to people already in the window treatment industry, as well as newcomers looking to gain an edge to be successful. I love that. So right. looking, anybody looking to gain an edge? Well, th there's several different ways to do an installation, and we just want to show the proper way to bring quality and bring the right tools to the job site. Because the, the, the perception uh, that we have today is handyman work. You know, oh, my husband can do it. My neighbor can do it. And this is just a profession like any other profession. Yeah. So and we just need to elevate the, the industry and make sure everybody understands that. I love it. So we'll talk more about your business and, and some of the really cool things you guys are up to. Uh, the, the things we like to talk about in, in the podcast is really three pieces, the market, the message, and the media. Uh, for the market, we're talking about who. So who is kind of your ideal uh, target customer? Well, let's start with the, because I run two businesses. Um, okay. I'm, I'm primarily a dealer. Uh, well, I really started as an installer installing for all the companies as a subcontractor, yep. uh, those big box stores. And then people would call me that they didn't have a good experience buying the products from those big stores and asking if I could sell them the product directly. So I saw an opportunity there and I started selling products myself and people liked the idea that I would come and measure and install. So I, I control the entire process. So that is what I've been doing for the last 15 years. And uh, aside from that, I started writing my blog. And eventually I got attention from the big shots in the industry. And then I started writing blogs and articles for Vision Magazine and some other uh, outlets to a point that I they start inviting me over to give seminars, giving classes about installation training and that kind of stuff. And then last year, heading to a job site and through a pandemic and people just out of Facebook in uh, emails, just Roger uh, reaching out, Roger, how do I find good installers? It's so hard to find installers. Yeah. Seem like you understand how to do things right. Uh, what do I tell my installers? 
And all of these questions prompt me to think about, well, I could find a way to just promote more education because our industry don't have any, you know? Right. Um, so that's how trading up came, came about is really to uh, promote uh, education and kind of elevate things like that. So yeah. right now it's really running two businesses. Well, the, the, what we're trying to do is just getting the, the education off the ground. Got it. Yeah. And that's super important. I, I can't tell you how many, you know, window treatment companies I talk to uh, and awning companies as well. You know, we either they they're struggling to always find installers or they've got a really good one that they don't want to go away. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And for the most part, these people need to build the installer from the ground up. Yeah. You know, they bring in a helper and they, they start developing the helper just because th there's no school for this. Yeah, yeah. So your idea for the trading up is you're starting to build a, uh, uh, maybe uh, like a course or, or an area educational center where people can come in and learn uh, from scratch, I guess. Uh, originally it was going to be just basic online training. Um, say uh, a team of a husband and wife and the wife does the sell and the husband wants to do the installations, right? But they don't have all uh, all the experience. They don't want to look like, you know, a small uh, operation. They wanted to look professional. So my original goal was to put together just 15 years of experience and all the wrong things that I've done it and all the mistakes I made. So yeah, these yeah. people don't need to go through all of that. So. Right. It will be a kind of simple six to eight classes online. They can do at their own uh, pace to just give them basic training. But from that, I start getting calls and requests from other people to do more in-depth training and bringing their own installers to the next level. So I'm starting putting together a, a group of people so we can collaborate and create these kind of massive uh, uh, close group to, to bounce ideas and come up with more in-depth training. And eventually we might even find uh, a facility to bring people in because definitely it requires some hands-on training as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see uh, some, some fantastic opportunity around, you know, businesses that are hiring uh, an installer and then giving them some sort of a course that you have, you know, here, you need to go through this first. Correct. Correct. And that saves, saves even the, the business owner a oh, lot yeah. of time because every time you need to train someone, because there's nothing formal just to, to do what you just said. Oh, here you start with these and then I'll come back two days later. You know what I mean? They don't have anything. So the homeowner need to set aside some of his time that he could be uh, running the business. He could be overseeing uh, sales and all that he, he needs to be with the installer. And sometimes the home, the, the business owner is not really good at installing. He's right. good at selling. And now he struggles because he's not the proper person to teach the installer. Yeah. So if we come and kind of save all this aggravation and give them the proper training, 
the business owner can start at step three instead of step one. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. There's a, a saying I've heard in the past, you know, what happens if we train our people and they leave? Well, what happens if you don't train them at all? You know, what's right. your business going to look like? <laughs> right. Correct. So that's awesome. I love that you're building that piece. Um, tell me about your other business. You're, you're, you're a dealer and uh, how, much, how much of that time is, is taking up your day now? Well, we're still taking most of my time because it's still my primary business at this point. Uh, but I've been building this business for 15 years. Um, as I mentioned before, I started as an installer, uh, basically really just subbing out the labor uh, to a point that we had over 30 to 40 different accounts. So no matter where you went to buy your shades, we would be the company to, to install them. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I, and I have two or three guys working for me. We have really super busy schedules. But then we start having troubles because not every installer has the same mindset. You know, some installers leave things. It's good for them, but it's not good for me. And the quality start changing between uh, what to be expected and the delivery in some People would call and, well, Roger, you guys did a good job, but next time I, I, I'd rather wait and have you on a job site or you guys did a good job, but there's, they left the little crumbles behind. Yep. And I really didn't like those calls. Right. But eventually I decided to change my business model a little bit. And I said, I'll control as much as I can. Uh, I know I'm going to sacrifice growth by not having other people working with me, but I will control the environment. I will charge more because now you're going to have the best on the job site all the time and actually worked out perfectly. Obviously it's not nine to five days. My days are much longer than that, but I came to a point that I have a really good reputation. I have tons of reviews. Um, not everyone is willing to work with me for several reasons. They don't want to wait because I'm just not ready available to go there tomorrow. Uh, my, my product costs a little more because I know what I bring to the table. So all of these I put into account as part of my prices. But there are people that just, yep, I want you. I see all your reviews. I'm not even going to shop. I just know you're going to do the right thing. So the business is great. But yeah. I am a one-man show and I do all the labor. So eventually this will take a toll on my body and I just want to find a way to still keep in business, still keep my knowledge and my connections. So the trading app was a really great way to leverage that because I can scale back even more with shades in place. I don't want to give it away right. just because it keeps me connected to what's going on. I go to trainings. But I can leverage that and kind of balance the two companies so I can still be on a cutting edge with new products and I can provide training based on my experience with Shades in Place through trading up. Yeah, that's super smart. I also love that you didn't play the pricing game. You know, uh, right. there's, there's, a, there's a fine line between lowering your prices so much that you're so busy 
yeah. you know, that you're just wore out at the end of the day. True. Uh, true, true. So that's fantastic. Raise those prices up a little bit and uh, be a little bit more picky. But that's not something you can do right off the bat, right? That's because of your 15 years of experience. It takes time. It takes time. And you, you need to understand what you bring to the table. Yeah. That your, your, um, your competitors don't. So you, you know how far you can push, you know? Um, yes. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, this is a, a podcast about marketing. So let's talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of things are you doing from a marketing standpoint right now for, for trading up? Well, if, if I tell you, you're probably going to laugh. So I don't spend more than $2,000 a year in marketing. Okay. Seriously. Just because uh, I do two things primarily that brings me all the business. Um, I write a newsletter and I, I think I, I, I just have, uh, I'm just natural on that. I, I write nothing related to, to sales. It's just personal stories. Uh, I play words, uh, not pushing products or anything like that. It's just to keep myself in mind of my clients. Yep. And it, it creates this nice connection. Um, they always uh, reply back saying, you know, I love your newsletters and all of that. So that brings me automatically business because at, at this point I get a, a very long list. There's always someone calling back. Uh, and because I'm very personal with my clients, uh, I rely on them to give me nice reviews. Sure. And I realize reviews were important maybe 10 years ago when nobody ever talked about reviews. And I started doing reviews back then. Um, nice. To a point that right now I have over 500 five-star reviews. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So no matter where you go, I mean, in my area, my name comes up first. So, uh, and that is basically most of the work because, you know, everybody goes through Google or whatever, uh, search engine they use to see, uh, who's in the area to do shades for them. So and my name always come up first. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. That, is the newsletter, uh, something you do monthly? Yeah, it, I do every other week. Every other week, it's called uh, The Blind Date. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it only goes out to my list of clients. And as I complete a job, I just add them to my list. And sometimes they just unsubscribe because it's not a thing. But there are some really good connections that become friends over the years. And even they, if they don't buy from me, they will refer to somebody else. Right. You know. Yeah, you're staying top of mind because of that. Correct. Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. So no radio, TV, billboards, nothing like that, right? No, no, no. At this point, no. Uh, for two reasons. First, I don't, um, I don't have the main power to kind of do a big promotion, big campaign. You have all of these people calling, and I'm just going to be struggling to, uh, you know, uh, service everyone. Uh, and because I. I, I cater to a different group. I don't want a volume. I, I just want quality. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
And I know that you also have a Facebook group. We do have a Facebook group too. It's called Free Speech Window Covering Pros. And the reason for that group, I was actually part of a different group. And I was very happy over there. But there was uh, fabricators in that group as well. And okay. one day, I wasn't bashing anyone. I just put a post and I said, well, I just got this job from this company, ABC. And the product is not working. Does anyone having the same troubles? Is this me or is this, you know, just trying to get feedback? And the next day I got a call from manufacturer ABC. He say, why are you bashing our products? I say, I wasn't bashing your product. I was just asking a question. I was just trying to be specific, yeah. not just like a shade had a problem. So I need to give the manufacturers names so they know exactly what product I was talking about. Well, you're not supposed to treat our company like that. I say, <laughs> not getting to the point. The point yeah. is find out exactly why that product is not doing right. Say, you know what? I, I don't want to deal with that. So I decided to create a free speech group, which is free speech just so you can say whatever you want to say about a product, not on a disrespectful way, right? but just to, you know, be not be afraid intimidated by the manufacturer and i do not allow manufacturers on that group for that reason so it's just dealers installers uh workrooms so they can free uh, can uh, speak freely awesome yeah that's great so we'll put a link to that in the show notes to make sure anybody who wants to jump on there sure uh, can do so what about home shows i know probably not this year probably not last year uh, <laughs> I did a couple home shows at the beginning. Uh, I probably did everything related to marketing, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, but again, because I'm just a one-man show, it's a lot of work uh, to do it. Yep. And um, I decided it wasn't for me because I don't have a team. Is It will be me uh, not going out to sell or not going out to install in order to do the shows. So I, I thought it was a little too much work. But I do know guys in the industry, that's the only things they do. They do three, four, five shows a year, and they do two, three, five, ten million dollars in sales. Yep. But he has a whole operation. Right. It's very different than my my business model. Yeah. But I know getting, I know they work. Yeah. We're getting some calls now. Um, because they're not doing home shows this year, and that's where they would spend that budget. True. For that reason, because it, it, it could really ramp them up for the year. Right. Uh, but now they're looking to other ways to do it. So that's sure. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Marketing Pains Podcast. We'll be right back after this break. This episode of Marketing Pains is sponsored and underwritten by my own company, Window Treatment Marketing Pros. First of all, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to listen to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you're gaining some knowledge, tidbits, uh, good information that will help your business grow. Window Treatment Marketing Pros is the only digital marketing company that works specifically with window treatment and awning companies around the U.S., we handle entire digital marketing campaigns from website design to SEO and more. With over 23 years of experience in the digital marketing arena, we can help your business get more website traffic, leads, 
and phone calls. We work with businesses that are experiencing significant growth or businesses that want to experience significant growth, and we have plans to fit most of those companies. If you're ready to invest in your business, you want the phone to ring more, and you have the resources to handle that growth, please schedule a short discovery call with me at wtmarketingpros.com strategy. I'd love the opportunity to talk with you about your business, your vision for the future, and your ultimate goals for your company. Schedule that today, and I look forward to meeting you. In the meantime, back to today's episode. What do you think is the uh, the most profitable uh, marketing that you're doing? Uh, I think because I decided not to grow with sales in, in regards to I don't need to do 100 sales a month yeah. or I cannot even handle 100 sales a month. Uh, I thought and said, well, I need to find a way to bring more revenue, even though I'm not going to have people working for me, I need to increase the sales somehow of my product. I need to increase my bottom line somehow. And I decided to offer motorization as my primary um, option. So Will calls me, Roger, I need some shade. So I go to your house. In my mind, I assume you want remote shades. I not even start with the cord and then upgrade to cordless and then I'll upgrade again to motorization. Do you understand my point? Yeah. I sell from the top down. Yep. So I come, Will, this is the latest uh, window shades remote. Talk to Alexa. What? Window shades remote? I not even knew these exist. So yeah, yeah that's exactly how it works. And now it's so hard for them to justify to buy the cheaper product because they already have the nicer experience. So instead of me needing to sell 10 shades to make $1,000, now I sell three shades for the same $1,000. So it's less work, it's less installation time, and much greater margins. That, that's, how I, uh, that's how I sell my, my jobs. That's smart. Plus, then you got the wife saying, oh, oh, let's get that, right? You know? Or, or yes. Or sometimes it's the other way around. So the wife likes these, but, you know, it's kind of expensive. But let me bring my husband just to have a, a, a saying. And instead of husband say, yeah, now let's go someplace. So, so, you know, Mr. Jones, you can put this on the remote. You can have this with a type. Oh, really? How much more? How much more is that? Well, is this is the price? But you know, you can add an Alexa. You can ha- add these and that. Oh yeah, let's do it. So it is actually it works in my favor to have the husband involved because now he got a, a toy. <laughs> yeah, that would be how it would work at my house for sure. I've got you know the smart cameras, the smart yeah. vacuum, the smart. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes the wife is very tacky too. And so, oh, absolutely. You know, um, I even have one client that we did. I think is even forty-two or forty-eight shades in everything remote. And she said, Roger, you saved me half half hour a day just yeah. going around the house to you know put every shade down. Now I just press one button, everything goes down. We love it. And it's great. Yeah. Super smart from the sales aspect too. You're not pitching something even middle of the road and then having to try to upsell them. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I always say, you know, let's start with these. If you feel like it's too much, we just scale back. Yeah. Or, you know, Roger, uh, we need to do everything, but let's do just this room now with the remote. And then in six months, we add the other ones. Say, yeah. I think that is smarter because if you decide to do cordless here to save money, in six months down the road, you wanted to upgrade, you cannot upgrade anymore. Right. You no. Know? So I try to be. I, I do sell, I do upsell, but at the same time, I try to be fair. I don't want to take all your money at once. I just telling you, you rather pay more and be satisfied than kind of go cheap and be unhappy. And, and people realize that I'm very fair. That's awesome. So, and I, I earned the, their trust yeah. that way. Yeah. And you got a client that you can put on your newsletter list. Right, you know, and then correct, you're, you're staying, yeah. It is the whole snowball process, yep. And then they're happy. And the other thing I do, I don't charge for repairs or going back three years down the road. I don't charge, uh, I see there as an opportunity just to be there again at the house. Uh, the neighbor gonna see my van, they're gonna remember me. Uh, what I actually ask them, so how much do I owe you? So, absolutely, Mrs. Jones, nothing. The only thing I ask you to do, could you write me a review that I came back and I took care of? Oh, absolutely. And they, they don't write a two-sentence uh, two review. They write this entire book. Roger, yeah. so wonderful, even after three years. To me, it's much smarter than having $75 fee uh, charge for the repair. The, the, the free piece of marketing that I'm getting out of that is way more uh, valuable. Yeah. Long-term too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my next question. I was going to kind of dive into the, the review side of that. Uh -huh. What kind of process do you have for uh, asking for a review at the end of an install? Right. I, I basically try to communicate via, uh, via email. I don't like text much just because text can be very uh, scarce. I uh, can go everywhere. I don't track taxes as well. So I like to keep communication through emails. And I, some clients are just terrible. They, they are going to write 20 different emails to you uh, through the process. But some people just reply to the same chain, which is great because we keep the conversation right there. Yep. And then when everything's done, the job is complete, they're satisfied. I know they're happy. Because if I have an unhappy client or for whatever reason that, you know, uh, the delay was too long or we messed up and had to cut down a shade, it, it kind of is not a kind of a premium experience. I'm not even asked them for a review because it, it can, you know, reflect that. So when I know the job is perfect, everybody's just totally happy. I have a template on my email inbox, I just copy that template and, you know, switch, switch a little bit just to make it more personal. Right. And say, Mrs. Jones, I really appreciate your business. Here's the links I use uh, to get my reviews. Would you mind just, you know, a reply back or give me a review? Um, and most of the time they will do it. And one of my services, uh, I primarily use Google. Well, some of the reviews, some of the links I sent, one is Facebook, one is House, yep. H-O-U-Z-Z, -Z, 
One is Google, and then there's one called Customer Lobby. It's okay. a paid service, but what they do, they just hold, uh, host my reviews there. Uh, but they have one of the service I can uh, pay some credit, pay some um, monthly, they call calls. So I can pay per call, and instead of, uh, if the, the people can still write a review directly to the portal, but I can also add that phone number to the, to the queue, and someone from that company would call the homeowner, say, well, we are representing Shades in Place. We're just running a survey here. Would you mind to tell us about your experience with the company? And the good thing about that, some people don't like to write a review. So I got a chance to get a review from them from a phone call. Plus, on, on, if you write the review, usually you're very short. Is it two sentence, three sentence? People don't like to write or they don't have time. But when people call, they want to just tell all the good things about it. And the people from customer lobby, they will transcribe everything you said. Oh. So if you get someone that's very chatty, you got a review that's like five page long because they just keep typing the reviews. You know, right. it's yeah. great. It's absolutely fantastic. So... And that's a way uh, that I get my reviews. And sometimes if people are super, super nice, they just copy and paste the same review they, they write into the five different um, oh. uh, directories. And now I have five reviews from the same client. And then, nice. if I, then if I do a review, uh, if I do a job for someone, a repeat customer, you know, some people will say, well, I already asked him for a review. I'm not going to bug him again. I actually go the other way and I say, well, I know I already asked you for a review before, but people really appreciate when you come back for the second time. Would you mind telling people that you use me for the second time? Yeah. And now they are kind of, they give me a much greater review. Roger is absolutely the best. Every time I call him, we've been using him for like five years. It's just the quality of the reviews that just get better. And it's just fantastic. It works so well for me. Yeah. I love that. I love the transcription piece too, because that's, that's things you can put on your website that just turns into more great keywords, right? Right. And automatically the customer lobby, uh, they have a plugged in that I can just build into my site. Anything automatically flows into my site. Okay. They also have their own site, and they have a good uh, power with SEO, and that's why my name always come up because it comes from different sites, from different directories that you know better than me how SEO works. Right. So it's just fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there any is there any services that you um, were doing in the past that you've kind of uh, maybe shied away from, especially with the pandemic and stuff? Is there anything you're you're kind of shifting your efforts towards? Well, before I would I would be willing to go help someone with a broken shade, even though they didn't buy from me. In expectation, they would call me when they need new shades. Yeah, but. I got away from that just because we're just busy. And a lot of times they don't want to, 
buy from me anyway because I'm always going to be higher than what they expect. Usually, if people trying to fix something, it's just because they don't want to spend money on new ones. And my goal is really not to get another client, it's just to get another sale. Yeah. So instead of spending two, three hours fixing a shade for 20 bucks, I'd rather use my time to do nothing or to do marketing or to just, you know, uh, use a better uh, time for my, for, my, for my money. Yeah, yeah, that's super smart. I think it's a good uh, do, thing to do early on, right? But again, you're 15 years into it. Uh, you've built a nice list that you don't have to continue to do that. Yeah, but also uh, a lot of times people, uh, they start in the business and, well, I'm going to start this company. You just think because you sell a product, you need to sell to everyone. And it, it, it's not that. But it takes time for you to understand that saying no doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean that you don't know, you don't like the business. You right. just need to find the right clients to work with. Otherwise, you're just going to spend your money, spend your time, you spend your energy on the wrong outlet. But it takes time, and some people actually never understands that. Oh, it's a, a client. Well, yeah, it is a client. It's just not your client. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the other side of that question, what, what would you say to a, a window treatment business owner that is ready to take their business to the next level? It's funny that you said that. I just released a podcast today. Uh, exactly on that topic. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, is really about motorization because motorization is really the hottest top in, in hottest topic in our industry right now. Yeah. But a lot of people still are afraid to sell it because they don't understand the product because the product is way more expensive than a regular shade. So they have all the, the wrong approach to me. So, uh, oh, I don't want to sell that shade because it costs $1,000. Uh, if I say that, I'm just going to lose the sale. So, no, it's the opposite. If you tell them it costs $1,000, they're getting these kind of benefits from it. It's not, they kind of like you because you're bringing the, the newest and the latest and the best to the table. If they cannot afford, not necessarily means they're not going to use you. They're probably going to scale back and say, you know what? We like that. We trust you. We like you because you're up front and showing the latest. Uh, we just need to wait until the next job. But they go the other way and they don't even want to talk about it yep. because it's too expensive. I don't want to lose the sale. And a, lot, a lot of times they don't know the product enough to offer. So it's a big problem that we are having in the industry. And my podcast was exactly about that. So you need to learn the product in order to offer because yeah. there is needs out there. There are people willing to buy, but they need to be comfortable with spending the money with someone that know, they understand what they are selling. So yeah, yeah I suggest everyone to get into this uh, trend. Yeah. I agree. I seen a, a window treatment company that took the opposite approach, like you said, yeah. and they put together a complete marketing campaign around, uh, you don't need motorization. You don't need all this newfangled stuff. You know? Oh, really? 
yeah, hire us. And I don't think it, I told him, I don't think that's going to work very well. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, basically three pro, uh, three problems. The products are expensive. So people are afraid to, to offer, uh, afraid they're going to lose the sale if they offer something more expensive. The second problem, they don't have enough, uh, education to right. overcome, uh, questions. Uh, and that can put them on a bad spot. And third, if you have a, a, a bigger company that some people do the sales, some people do the installation, they don't have qualified installers to, uh, to do the proper service. And they don't want to sell for that reason as well. So yeah. it's, uh, it, every part of the, the industry needs to do better. Um, but if you have your in-house uh, installers, train them to get better. So even if the salespeople don't, don't do the perfect job, the installer still can solve, solve and uh, make it work. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, well, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate a lot of these nuggets that you're dropping today. Uh, they're fantastic. <laughs> Uh, tell me a little bit more, uh, since you just mentioned your podcast, why don't you tell me a little bit more about that first? Sure. The, the, the podcast was actually not for the shades in place business it's for the trading app business. And, um, when I start this company, I just thought I should have a business coach because I want to get into coaching people. And I said, well, I should really have someone on my end so I can bounce ideas back. And since this is kind of new to me, I know the technical stuff, yeah. but dealing with people with training and all of that. So, and I happen to have an awesome neighbor. I've, I've been actually following this guy forever. And he kind of, he goes on TV. He's a big guy, yeah, uh, a big name out there. And he, he happens to live in the same town that I do. And eventually, you know, I was following him for, for a while. And eventually we had a cup of coffee and eventually he bought chase from me. And then I said, Michael, I really want to work with you. I just cannot afford you. But I got this idea here and I say, Roger, I really want to work with you somehow. Let's make this happen. So, and I, I just pay him a, a flat uh, $500 a month. We call we have a, a call every other week uh, for an hour and bounce ideas. But if I have any question, I'll just shoot him an email and, you know, and it's been working out great. Yeah. And I love that he's not in the business. He's in a completely different market. So he doesn't see shades the way we see shades. So it's great to bounce ideas. I say, Michael, I want to do this. Huh? Oh, that's when, you know, he come up with some, Oh, I thought this was going to be like this. So, what do you mean? It's shades. So, and then I, oh, that's good. That's how my clients see things. You yeah. know, it, it's a great way to, to get feedback. So, and I'm going through all of these and say, you should record your, because I do my, my blogs and my newsletters. And he suggested, so you should do your podcast. It wasn't really a podcast. He, he really was saying, you should just, uh, turn your blogs into an audio file so people can listen to that. Right. And I said, well, maybe it's a good idea. And I start doing a little 
investigation how to do it. And then I came across podcasts and I say, uh, I think the podcast might be even more interesting than just reading out my, my blog. And, um, and I started doing some research and the problem is English is my second language. So sometimes I don't speak the proper way. Sometimes I, I messed up with the words and I was a little shy first, but at the same time, I say, you know what? This is me. It's not going to change. If I have somebody else to do my voiceover, it's not going to be, it's going to be fake. So right. I'll go with the flow. And then I started and I just had my first one released a couple of weeks ago. And I was just telling about my, my whole background, my whole history, how I came here, uh, all the struggles. And I got a lot of positive uh, feedback. And I said, well, I'm glad um, I, I think I'm going to do this. And then I decided to do one every other week. Okay. So basically is related to my blog. So whatever I talk about my blog, in my blog for the trading app is very different than my blog for my uh, Shades in Place company. Sure. The Shades okay. in Place is very informal, very friendly, very almost, you know, um, Cozy is nothing related to, to business, to be honest. Uh, and the trading app is very different. It's very down to business and what you should buy for screws and how you should treat your clients is more B2B now. It's business yeah. to business versus business to consumer. So it's professional. And then I can just spin off from the blog and talk about and my podcast kind of related to the blog. So if you want more technical stuff, you go and read the blog. Otherwise, I just give you the main idea of the blog in the podcast format. Love that. What's the podcast called? It's called Trading Secrets. Um, and then as a, uh, where's the word? I Now I forgot. So it's trading secrets, uh, education, small business, and zesty Brazilian sauce. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of mix a little bit of my uh, Brazilian background and how I see things because even though I've been here for 20 years, I go back to Brazil often just to keep um, grounded and, you know, reality checks once in a while, make sure uh life in america is slightly different than life in brazil so i yeah. like to keep everything in perspective um and it's nice because i try to see things from different eyes and i bring that into my podcast that's fantastic so tell me um your websites and how is the best way that somebody could get a hold of you so one website is uh shadesinplace.com that's what I sell uh, shades and blinds, basically. We're located in Boston, but I do work may primarily in the Boston area, but a lot of my clients are mid to high-end clients. They have two, three homes, and I go all over New England, not just for a job, but for someone they already know me, not, you know, not just a call out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we do travel. And then for trading app is trading app consulting. And 
that is related to education and coaching on window treatments. The primary focus is installations. But sometimes the dealer is just starting out. Uh, they're not even going to be the main installer for the business, but they want to get a little uh, know-how, you know, yeah. a, a little basic information, and I, I can help them out as well. Um, they, people can reach me through emails, through Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook. Um, directly through me, Roger Magalis, or through my businesses, or uh, even from phone, it's 508-520-6700. Um, I basically work 18 to 20 hours a day, so if they don't get me, I'll get back to them in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do love the, the, that you're offering the, the coaching piece. I think that's fantastic. And uh, I think any smart business owner has a, a business coach uh, right. that helps, you know, keep them, like you said, keep them grounded, keep them focused and uh, bounce your, your crazy ideas off of somebody else. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it has been working for me. It is great that Michael is totally out of the business because that brings a whole different set of eyes. Yep. It, it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Listen, Roger, I really appreciate your time today and I appreciate everything you've done. I'll put all the links to everything in the show notes uh, below just to make sure everybody, anybody wants to reach out to you uh, about your business, about your coaching or uh, join the Facebook group. Lots of ways to kind of communicate with you, which is great. I really appreciate it, Will. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, we're here just to try to elevate the standards of uh, industry. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. And uh, if you uh, if you enjoyed today's podcast, uh, as Roger said, please consider leaving a review. Uh, five stars would be fantastic. Uh, but we we love to to bring any sort of window treatment awning kind of business information to you uh, from all kinds of different angles, and obviously from the marketing angle as well. And uh, appreciate you listening, and hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Real. Thanks so much. It was very a pleasure. Uh, and I appreciate the opportunity, man. Awesome. Thank you, Roger. You got me. Cheers. Take care. You've been listening to the Marketing Pains Podcast, where window treatment and awning business owners and industry experts share marketing information that helps you reach more customers. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and get all of our show notes at wtmarketingpros.com slash podcast.